In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is visited by a few searching wise men. These spiritual pagans who studied the stars and the moving celestial beings, whose fascination with the heavenly realms and ancient religious texts of any and all variety, lead them to a manger in Bethlehem, where the Lord Jesus lay. He grows up. And then he undergoes a baptism of repentance in the Jordan River, this thing that sinners were doing. He, he wades into the dirty waters where filthy men and their ungodly ways were washed by a man wearing camel's hair and eating locusts and wild honey. Then he's crucified by religious zealots and civil leaders who are consumed with hatred for him who rushed to prepare gall and whips and vinegar and a wooden cross for his scorn and crucifixion. What do all these people have in common? Well, they were all separated from the Lord, wandering from God, falling away from him. The Magi, the sinners in the Jordan, the religious leaders of the day. And yet, in every case, without exception, Jesus meets them, and to our dismay, he takes from them whatever they give him. Every time. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, he takes it. A purple robe and a crown of thorns and spit, he takes it. Nails and a spear. matters not if they be spiritual pagans or a Roman centurion or self-proclaimed religious leaders. He receives from these mere mortal men what they have come to give him. Myrrh, the smell of death. Mockery, a heavy blow, a wooden cross, ultimately death itself. This is the one who is mightier than John. The one who, John proclaims, is the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John is not the one. He baptizes with water. But Jesus is the one who baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. And behold, it is the mystery of the ages unveiled for all to see why in every place and at every time and in every person Jesus goes to, though they be separated from him, the one true God, he meets them in order to take what they have to give him. A baptism of repentance for sinners? Yep, he takes it. A betrayal from his friend? Yeah, Judas, do what you came here to do. Everywhere he goes and, and everyone he meets, Jesus receives from sinners what they have to give him. An alabaster flask of ointment, Tears trickling down upon his feet. The kiss of death from a betrayer. Just, what is he up to? Why is he living this way? He's the king of kings. He's the everlasting one. He is Yahweh in the flesh. Why allow himself to be treated in such a way? None of it makes a lick of sense. Until Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. It is here in this place in Jerusalem 
where he will meet those who will receive him into their chambers only to orchestrate one final deadly blow. Here in Jerusalem, the funeral spices from the Magi will be put to use. Here, he tells Judas, his own disciple, to give him up to the unruly mob and to be crucified by man. Why? Because he is mighty. Mightier than you. Mightier than John. Mightier than any king of this world. Mightier than any man. Mightier than all. And his might, it will be demonstrated in this way. He will receive the sins of the whole world and all that you have to give him. And he will receive it without complaint, without reservation, without manipulation. All expensive ointment that is broken and poured out upon his feet, all clothes fisted and hardened punches across his cheek, linen shrouds and crowns of thorns, piercing nails and vinegar and gall, he receives them all. Sins of the whole world, and, and there is not one word of rebuttal, not one word of disappointment, not one word of resentment, not one single word from the Lord. Because he's mightier than you are. The one whose sandals we are not even worthy to stoop down and untie, Jesus receives all of your sin gladly unto himself. With every blow, he receives the wrath of the Father. He receives all the scorn and the vitriol of all mankind, and he opens not his mouth even to death, except in calling to his Father to forgive them, for they know not what they do, and for his mother to be loved by his disciple, and for the thief beside him to be with him in paradise. That's what makes him mighty. Though at his very command, he could have called a legion of angels to wreak havoc upon this creation in ways unknown, in ways never seen by mankind. He could have delivered a scathing judgment against you for all of your sins, yet instead he bows his head before you and was beaten by the very men that he formed and fashioned by his love. And he opens not his mouth like a lamb before its shears is silent. He won your salvation, your justification, your redemption, and your forgiveness. And he left you an example so that you might follow in his very mighty steps and be mighty as he is mighty. Do mighty things by going to others like him, those separated by God and wandering away from him, falling away from him, spiritual, pagans, civil leaders, even your own enemies, and receive from them whatever they have to give you for following him with no preconceived judgments, 
with no demands of your rights or your desires. Go to them and, and see what comes your way and receive it gladly. Live mightily, for this is the Christian way, not to inflict suffering upon anyone, but that if any of us must suffer for bearing the name of Christ, then we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces character and character produces hope. While we abstain from responding to suffering with with hurtful words or deceit or slander or, or hurtful actions. Rather, we respond by loving and praying for our enemies just as our Lord did. You're a Christian. And our Lord has promised us that we will suffer for his name's sake. And when you do, by the hands of those who are falling away from the Lord, remember that you too were once that way, separated from God, and filling your life with sins of various kinds, and the Lord, he found you by his grace, and he received all of that. It wasn't your goodness your righteous acts that drew him near to you. He's interested in sinners. He came for sinners. Those who fall so far from his plans. He came for those who try to give him gold, but only have myrrh, filthy rags, and sinful hearts who have failed their families, their spouse, their children, their neighbor, who have failed him, their God, with hearts stuck in hatred and resentment and malice and pride and confusion and bitterness. For as you did it to the least of these, you did it unto me. But your Lord, he is the mighty one, and he gladly received all of that from your addicted and blood-stained hands, all that you have done and all that you have failed to do. And he came to receive those very sins and the sins of the whole world and all of our brokenness, and he forgave the iniquity of your sins. And in love, he died for you. All while he opened out his mouth, he met you, and taking away all of your sins, he delivered you from the darkness, and he brought you into his marvelous light by his grace. He is mighty to save. Therefore, you are likewise called to be mighty in receiving what comes your way and entrusting yourself to the Lord, who is mighty to save you. For when you are reviled for your faith, do not revile in return. And when you suffer for being a Christian, do not threaten. Do not let any deceit be found in your mouth. For to this you have been called, Peter writes, because Christ also suffered for you, 
leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. And when he was reviled, he did not revile in return, and when he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.